Welcome to Multicultural TV Talk with MediaVillage.com. I am your host, Juan Ayala. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Now let's get to talking. Today, I am honored to be joined by a fantastic group of young actors for our Latinx Actors Roundtable in honor of Hispanic Heritage Month. Joining me today from Hulu series Marvel's Runaways and ABC's Rebel, Ariella Barrera. From High School Musical, the musical, the series on Disney Plus, Frankie Rodriguez. Star of the upcoming Disney Channel original movie, Christmas Again, and Disney Channel series, Ultraviolet and Black Scorpion, Scarlett Estevez. And from the upcoming bilingual comedy series, Acapulco on Adapol TV Plus, Fernando Carza. Thank you all so much for joining me today. How's everyone doing? Hello. <laughs> so Hispanic Heritage Month dedicated right to cultural celebration. So in honor of that, let's all recall, dig deep into our memories and think of a performance or a character you saw in which you first felt represented growing up. And Ariella, let's start with you. Oh, God. <laughs> I remember... Um... Lupita Nyong'o when she broke out and I learned she was from Mexico did a lot for me I remember that being really important because at the time I think no actor from and I don't know if she's actually technically Latinx I know she was born in Mexico and that like really I think she was one of the first Mexican actresses to like win an Oscar um so that was really cool and Mm. I love her still awesome and Fernando what about you Well, actually for me, so um, I was born in Mexico and I moved here um, when I was 15 and um, about eight years ago. Um, And I'm actually freaking out a little bit because one of the shows that kind of like did something huge to me was One Day at a Time, Um, (laughs) uh, specifically the the story of, of Lydia, but also what Carmen's parents went through being an immigrant and mm-hmm. going through the political climate that we were going through at the time uh, was huge for me. Uh, and I mean, I grew up watching Mexican television, but once I came to the States, one day at a time was the show that I felt like made me feel seen and represented and just excited uh, because of the type of story. I was a huge fan of the show at the time that, um, we were that it was on. I'm so sad that COVID, it was a victim of one of the many shows that COVID ended up shutting down. Um, but um, actually, in our other roundtable episode, this is our second one, actually, we had Isabella Gomez on and she chatted all about her time on the show and her upcoming show. So glad to see everyone's, you know, working on other stuff. So that's always great. Uh, and Frankie, what about you? Uh, the first time I can recall ever kind of seeing myself on television was Ugly Betty, the little brother on that show. <laughs> yeah. And that one was like kind of big for me because not only did I identify with him just personality wise, but also look wise. I had never seen anyone else um, on an American television show that was centered around a Latino family that looks like me. So I was like, oh my God, <laughs> we exist. So that's one that I kind of always draw on. And even when I watch it now, I still watch it with like, oh my God, I remember that time. <laughs> and Scarlett, what about you? I feel like Amy Garcia, who played Ella Lopez um, in one of the shows I was on, um, her character was a Latina character, but she was also in STEM, which is really important. Um, she was working in the police office, which was super cool to me because when I was younger, I always wanted to be a private investigator. So it was really cool to see somebody like that on a show that I was working on. So that was super cool for me. For me personally, it was Spy Kids. Growing up, I was like, I want to be a spy. These Hispanic kids, this beautiful mixed family, that's what I want to do. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, Coco is like, oh, this friendly brown kid on TV. And, you know, everyone that movie just resonated with like every 
Latino on the planet. <laughs> some of you have worked with some amazing Latinx actors um, in your career so far, but if you could choose any Latinx stars to work with on set, who would you choose? And Frankie, we'll start with you. I'm gonna, like, just off the top of my head, I'm gonna go with, like, Gina Rodriguez, just because um, she is, I don't, um, what was the, what was her show that was just on? Jane the Virgin? Jane the Virgin. I remember watching that and being like, oh my gosh, she's so funny. And Jane it's so, like, it's nice to see, like, you know, them putting a, like a Latina girl in a comedic role like that. And she just handled it so well. So I think that would be fun. And Scarlett? Um, I feel like I would really want to work with, uh, I've met her before a couple of times, but probably Rainy Rodriguez. Cause growing up, I always, oh, yeah. <laughs> I loved Austin and Allie and my sister and I would binge watch that show all the time. And um, mm -hmm. I feel like that would just be super cool. I don't know. <laughs> and Ariella, what about you? I mean, I would love to work with my friends again, like Isabella. It's just like, at this point, I feel like there is such a community that it's just like, I want to hang out with my friends on set. Also, I've just been like a fan. I think uh, going back to the first question and now this one, Rosario Dawson, I forgot like also mm, growing yeah. up with like her. I don't know why as a child, I was obsessed with her as Mimi and Rent. <laughs> which is like a strange thing for a child to be obsessed no, with <laughs> but she was so good she was so good um, so I she, totally like, get it Makes she sense. is kind of very much um a role model to me so that would be a really cool person to work with and Fernando what about you um I think for me it would be Jennifer Lopez and do something musical with her or dance her <laughs> that would be pretty cool or Ricky Martin. So or I heard Rico. we too. Yeah. <laughs> but with J -Lo, exactly. with J Lo, you could do like acting. And Fernando, singing, you were born in Colima, Mexico, <laughs> where obviously there is no shortage of Latinx representation in film and TV, because obviously that content is meant for that audience. And I'm sure most of us still have family members who are just glued to Univision or Telemundo or one of the many networks out there. But in American TV and film, what have you noticed in the differences between how Latinx are portrayed? Um, you know, if I'm being completely honest, I, I don't think, I feel like I, I think all of you could have a better or bigger experience than me because I haven't been in the country for, you know, most of my life I still have spent it in Mexico. However, I think I have seen, especially in the auditions coming in from me, um, there was just a lot of content, especially in Spanish television, mm. that um, involved violence, you know, and, and those type of things. And, and I remember one time I was sitting in the couch with my mom watching TV and it was just like the same type of show, violent and, you know. Um, but now I feel like, again, we like shows like One Day at a Time or Jane the Virgin. We are being shown in different lights that we're more than just that, that, you know, unfortunately we were put under that light for a while. Um, and, you know, I'm actually kind of proud to say that the show that I'm part of that, you know, it's coming up, um, does the same thing. It puts Latinos in a different light. And I, I think I just, I, I personally have seen that we're, we're being portrayed with, um, more characters, um, with power, you know, and like, for instance, Jane, you know, with her education and the things that she's striving for and, uh, um, wants to accomplish. Um, so yeah, I think that there has been a change in, in a more positive portrayal and it doesn't necessarily involve 
such dark themes. I totally agree. Um, and even um, on some of these Spanish exciting. language networks, a lot of the shows would, I mean, when Narcos came out, everybody wanted to do a Narcos type show. And it's like, well, we're more than this. We're not just mm -hmm. like, yes, that those problems exist, but let's let's move on from that and let's have more positive and, and more meaningful representation, which is why, you know, the projects that you've all been a part of are so impactful because it's like, oh my gosh, we haven't seen this either at all or in such a long time. Um, like, you know, there have been the shows like Ugly Betty and then Jane the Virgin, like, but it's like those shows feel like they come every eight to 10 years and they're not around as much as we would like to. Um, but again, you've all been part of such wonderful projects that have brought this new light, like a sitcom with the Hispanic family before one day at a time. I don't think we had anything since like the George Lopez show, which was like the early 2000s. It's like, okay, great. Let's keep the, let's keep the ball rolling. You know, definitely something we want to see more of. Uh, of course. And if I can just add to that, just really quickly, I feel like our cultures are so beautiful and Latinos are well known for being such loving, kind people. And the fact that we're starting to have shows that showcase that, I mean, I can tell you as a brand new actor who just started into this business, uh, for me, it's an honor to be sitting with all of you in here because you've done that for me. Seeing that side of us being on screen means a lot. So I'm glad that we do have this type of content agree. now. That showcases um, so Scarlett, you're on your way that. to playing a new young superhero on your very own show on Disney Channel, uh, Ultraviolet and the Black Scorpion, set to come out next year. It's a luchador action comedy, which makes me so happy to hear. I was like, holy Kamoli, that's amazing. Uh, it's something I totally would have loved seeing as a kid. Um, so the fact that, you know, young Hispanic kids will have this to watch is so awesome. So what's it like getting to play a superhero that also reflects Latinx culture in this way? Yeah, um, I remember when I read the description for the character, I was freaking out inside because I remember when I was growing up, there wasn't really that many characters to see that looked like me. And, um, you know, just being able to be a part of it has been really special in the way that they put in our culture into even you guys will see later like our house and just like little things that you can really tell that they're trying hard to show that is really important and it feels really special for hopefully some people to be able to look at me and be like oh my god there's a superhero that actually looks like me and i think that's super cool it's awesome i'm so excited for the show to come out and you also have an upcoming Christmas movie on Disney Channel called um, Christmas Again. So without any spoilers, is there anything you can tell us about that project? Uh, yeah, there's a song we sing um, in Spanish in that song too, which was my first time singing in Spanish, which was also really special for me. And there's some foods in that show, even like our Christmas dinner. It has a lot of culture into it, which is super cool. It's so awesome to, to get to see, you know, so many of these networks and whatnot put in effort to to really reflect the diversity in the US because um, I'm gonna nerd out a little bit, get some statistics out here. But you know, in, in 2019, there was a study that was done uh, basically analyzing all of the top 100 movies of the last 10 years. And they found that only 4.5% of the uh, lead or co-lead speaking roles were Latinx while we make up almost 20% of the country. So since, 2007 it's been um it's increased year over year but now i feel like in the last three to five years there's just been this massive influx of content that is showcasing our cultures and and not just all one one particular culture like you've got shows 
and and movies reflecting the Afro Latinx culture and the indigenous culture because you know the Latinx community is so diverse. We come from, you know, from we can date as back far as like the Aztecs and the Incans and the Mayans, or we stem from Europe or from Africa and from everywhere. So it's so beautiful to see the diversity within our own community also reflected. And it's again so awesome to to see all of you part of projects like that. Um, and Ariella, you've gotten to work alongside some real Latinx icons like Rita Moreno in One Day at a Time, Andy Garcia and Rebel. So what's it been like for you? No, I it's I learned so much from each of them. I learned very different lessons from each of them. And also not to be excluded, Justina Machado is incredible. Like, I, and especially that being really the first set I was on, like in a real way, uh, I was like, senior year of high school was like, I don't know if I want to go to college. And I did that show and I, it just like gave me such a crash course in, in uh, between Rita and, and Justina and Gloria and even Isabella, like us doing that together, uh, gave me such a crash course that I was like, no, this is it. This is what I'm doing. And I've just kind of taken lessons from, um, Rita Justina, Andy, even Andy was, was a fun one. Cause I was, I was less of a child while working with him, uh, but was playing a child. So he was, uh, he, he would impart wisdom while also like treating me like, uh, an equal, which was really nice. Like some, some good conversations were had. And, uh, what change are you hoping to see in the industry for Latinx? You've been part of, of so many projects at this point. Obviously, 4.5% of speaking roles is atrocious. And um, sometimes I think that the way we talk about diversity is like a great cultural conversation and also needs to, at a certain point, be treated like an HR issue. Like within our industry, simply put, people don't have access to jobs and people need jobs to work because unfortunately, this is a capitalist world that we live in. And, and at the bottom line, we can we can give it the most grandiose meaning and implications. But at the end of the day, it's just people need jobs to live and feed their families. And we need to represent any unrepresented group, both in front of the camera, behind the camera, in the crew, in every minor field. Uh, it should look like the outside world on our sets in our like very enclosed circles or bubble. So some of you have been part of projects that have led the charge for LGBTQ plus representation within the Latinx community, both Frankie and Ariella have been on shows that have definitely reflected that. Uh, so Frankie, you star as Carlos, a fabulous young musical theater fan and choreographer on High School Musical, the musical, the series. Uh, and in this year's second season, there was an episode that took a slight break from the main storyline and focused on Carlos's 15th birthday celebration as his friends threw him his very own quinceanero. But it was such a beautiful and, and loving episode. And I love the approach to the show in general takes what the LGBTQ plus experience, you know, it's all laughs and love and acceptance. So what was it like for you to have this episode that focused on so many parts of your own identity and culture? It was special. I mean, and I think I've told you the story before when I found out that we were going to do that sort of um, episode at the beginning of the season. I was so excited and I thought he was lying, our creator. I was just like, wait, are you serious? <laughs> um, but, um, and then when I actually saw the script, I was like, oh my gosh, this was super special. And um, I think it was an important episode for so many different reasons. And um, the best thing about it was just to see the reaction from people, um, mainly like, you know, 
versus on social media, but people really resonated with it. And it was just like, so you can't like you, we can share these stories and whether or not you come from this specific background or, you know, you um, identify as LGBTQ plus, you can still find ways to connect to it. And so that for me was one of the most special things is that there was just a wide range of people that were able to watch it and find some sort of identity because it was a celebration. And at the bottom line, it was about love and it was just about friendship and being there for people. Um, so it was special. Awesome. And uh, again, seeing characters like Carlos and even in the show Love Victor, which I'm also a huge fan of getting to see these like queer characters um, that I would have loved seeing growing up. It probably I probably would have come out earlier than 25. <laughs> but here, you know, it happens when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, let's end with some positivity and good energy. So uh, I'll give you all a second to think, but what words of wisdom or encouragement do you have for any Latinx actors and performers out there who want to be where you are? The one I always go with, and it's like the most cliche ever is just to be yourself. And I know that sometimes that's really hard to do because <laughs> you know, you're trying to like, be something that you think other people want you to be. But in an audition room specifically, it always helps me just to rely on the energy that I have because it it will be different. You some, some you will be presenting something a little more interesting. So just be yourself and just, you know, trust that you got it. <laughs> and Scarlett, what would you say? Uh, yeah, um, I feel like I usually say um, just that it does take a long time or for some people, it just, I feel like some people feel like when you get into the business, you're automatically gonna get the part. And then if they don't, they give up right away. So there has been so many great parts that have come out for Latinx people, especially um, that have come along a great way. So I feel like um, if you're in it for the long run, uh, there's a lot of great parts to get to, but you just have to try really hard and know it's okay to not give up because there are great things out there that you can get. And Fernando, what would you say? Um, I think I would say um, embrace who you are because what makes you different is what makes you special. Um, that's something that it took me a long time to learn, but also, I've also learned with you know my journey that um, everything is supposed to everything's gonna work out you know so you have to trust time and believe that destiny has a plan and 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 that everything that you're doing right now it's happening for a reason that is gonna help you in the future so embrace that moment embrace who you are at that time and yeah I think being able to completely love yourself and present yourself as you are is what's going to help you stand out, especially in, in this business. Um, so embrace it and love it and, and live with it and carry it with pride. Why not? And Ariella, what about you? I would say the lesson I learned this year, especially was um, to learn how to operate outside of expectations. Like you have to operate outside of a need for validation or approval, especially within like this type of system or industry, like the core of why you do things has to be found in something else. And for me, it's been community. It's been finding my community, finding the people in my life that I just want to build and create things with. And uh, it, it helps not put so much importance on on the 
you know, superficial things. And things are just generally better when things aren't that. <laughs> Thank you all so, so much for joining me for this Latinx Actors Roundtable here on Multicultural TV Talk. Thank you to all of our wonderful guests, Ariela Barrer, Frankie Rodriguez, Scarlett Estevez, and Fernando Carza. You can see Fernando on the new Apple TV Plus bilingual series Acapulco with new episodes streaming every Friday and catch Scarlett Estevez in the upcoming Disney Channel holiday movie Christmas Again. Head to MediaVillage.com to read all of our latest reviews, interviews, and podcasts. I'm Juaniala, and thank you for listening to Multicultural TV Talk.